All right, everybody. I am Peter Travers, and welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And my guest today, Jason Clark, he's going to be—he's everywhere at the movies. You know, he's <laughs> in content with one film. He wants two. So what can we do? Except say welcome, Jason. It's you can hand that popcorn out of theaters. What you can do? Well, I know you get. Ever since I saw you in Zero Dark Thirty, I'm just always a little bit cautious about you. Know, what I can do with that popcorn? I bet you can't. It's just it's torture to do that. Thank you, but, pleasure though, man. I've been a long term fan of yours as well. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Look at that. So we're done then. <laughs> no, it can't get any it, better. It, it can't really. It really can't. You can just get stranger. It really can't. But I'm looking at you now. We're talking about Chappaquiddick, mm-hmm. in which you play Senator Ted Kennedy, who we knew did some strange things during that period of uh, 1969, yeah. I guess it was. Yeah. I read somewhere that you were actually born the day before or after yeah, this Yeah, it was, happened. yeah. yeah. My father wanted to call me Armstrong. Oh, because, because of the moon landing. they set off for the moon. I was January 17 in Australia, so, you know, oh, wow. you know setting off. July 17, sorry. Yeah. Uh, me and my father wanted to call me Armstrong. But this is um, one of the best things I've seen you do. Thank you. It's really a great performance. Thank and you. yet, when you're playing somebody real, well, that's the responsibility that you're yes. feeling. Yes. Who is this Senator Edward Kennedy to you? How do we see him in Chappaquiddick? Well, we see him in a very you know, short period of his life. You know, I don't think this is the summation of his whole life, mm-hmm. before and after, but it's a key moment in in who he was and I guess what he became and you pick him up you know the day of where he's literally doing an interview with ABC TV mm-hmm. over his, his you know the moon landing coming up which his brother setting course so it's a great moment for the family and you find this man who's lost three brothers whose father's had a stroke who's lost a sister at this point whose father to I think 14 children um, he takes off for a boating regatta after finishing you know, some interviews in Washington, goes to a party and ends up upside down in a car in Pusha Pond you know, at around 11.30 in the night and um, goes through a very dark night of the soul and then the following week. And that's where the film lies. You follow Ted's dark night of the soul as he morally finds his, his way to his own conclusion at the end about what he's going to be. I guess it speaks to character. Yes. You know? Absolutely. There are some people I know that saw this movie and said, well, this is just a takedown of him. Well, it's not. But, but that's, of well, course, it's not, he's a very it's, polarizing it's a weak, figure in this country. But we live in a world where we see things get fixed. Yes. And where power uh, is so strong that they can do it. Absolutely. Powerful, wealthy white men getting away with it. Absolutely. Yeah, with help. Yes, with a lot you know, of help. In yeah. other words, well, everyone's got a lot invested in it as yeah. well. I mean, mm-hmm. people have their own, you know, I think the, the one of the things there with, with help is like, you know, everyone was on board with the Ted Kennedy Democratic Party there. If he did good, they all did good, you know, and I think that's what un- undid a lot of great careers in the aftermath of this in terms of history. You know, some of the people that worked on, on this Chappaquiddick affair and the speech and, and getting away with it. Um, you know, and I, without a doubt, that is exactly part of what it is. But I also think it's so much more as, as you examine the process of a man going through his own inner journey to, to come to the conclusion that he can justify it, uh, understand it, or make the, make the decisions that he makes. And I, th- and I think that's what separates this film from, say, just a general, say, a takedown. You know, it's, you know a lot of people were... 
freaked out and scared about this? Is this a, you know, an anti... But you can't avoid the facts. This story is methodical. It is, it is factual-based. And, and I don't think they're within dispute. We see the truth. Yes. And then we see somebody come up with a scenario of yes. what actually happened. Yes. And for Ted Kennedy, yeah. it became a matter of living with yeah. the real truth or the created truth yes. and what that might do to you, yes. you know? Yes. It doesn't, you know, we don't see anything in this movie about what happens to him later as the lion of the no. Senate yeah. or how he managed to live with himself over yeah. what happened. Yeah. But there are so many issues in terms of why did he leave? Why did yes. he not go back? Yes. This woman could have yes. been saved yes. if he yes. had gone back quickly, but yes. I guess he felt he was drinking and he was going to sleep that off. I think it's great that these questions come up, yeah. Peter. I mean, this is the point of mm-hmm. why we know when this first I know, I keep going. And then he yeah. could have done that. No, but, but, but that is exactly it. I mean, you know, we're looking at judgment. And each time it, he makes key choices along this whole journey. You know, and you have Ed Helms doing a great job there yeah. of, of counterbalancing that as his best and closest friend who was there. And he makes certain turns down the road in the woods. You know, two roads keep diverging. And Ted yeah. goes down this one and then that one till. Till he gives this speech, and then we've tried to echo that even with you know with his with his uh, handing it over to Obama in two thousand and eight. Um, you know how we feel about you know what we what we're building on top of what we're building on top of, um, and there's no way of avoiding. You know the other question I was always struck by was as the actor I was trying to justify it as well to tr- find my way into Ted. How does he come up with this? Yeah, how, d- how do I justify this missing nine hours? Because you can see it through a lot of ev- even the the speech that he gave in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. We do at the end. And then a friend just turned around to me and said, well, would he have done the same thing if it was his mother in the mm. car? You know, would he have waited nine hours or forgotten everything if it was his sister? And I, I was always struck by that, you know. And um, I don't think you can avoid what happened. It doesn't mean that we need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because you know, this is such a polarizing event. And I think polarization will ultimately get you nowhere. Well, it ca- I mean, one of the first things he actually says to his team is I'm not going to be president. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. This isn't going to happen yeah. for me. Yeah. But I want to ask you the process of you getting in the head, the look, the feel of being it, because yeah. I, you did it. And it doesn't <laughs> look like one of those massive makeup jobs. No. You know, where no, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Neither did John. We want to do enough. It's that finding that line. I mean, you have to accept straight off the bat that I am Ted and this is 1969, at, you know, July 18. You know, and I think if you don't get into that, you don't go in with the intimacy of the story. It's a very intimate Ted. You know, I, we wanted to bring, you know, allow people to feel like they're there with Ted. I know Ted. I could, Ted could be a friend of mine, but then you remember he's a Kennedy also, and that you'll never, like Joe, you'll never really understand Ted mm-hmm. or the pressures or the responsibilities that, he, that he's under or the, or the life that he's led. I mean, he was baptized in the Vatican by the Pope. <laughs> you know, his life is different in so many ways to, to, to most of us. Um, the teeth was a big one, you know, that we always felt that, that Kennedy smile, you know, I mean, you know, and my mouth is very different and my smile is very different. And your smile is a key point in your confidence. And uh, so we had, you know, some wonderful, super thin, I mean, to wear these up there and to give me that, that smile and make my teeth longer uh-huh. all around. But the first ones were too big for my jaw and my mouth, so they looked a bit silly. You know, months and months of different trials. And then also so it could fit on... Because if I'd wear it and talk for an hour, you know, and they didn't fit exactly right, it was super thin on my tongue, my tongue would be bleeding. You know, it's rubbing and it's me the whole time. You know, I'd have to wear these 16 hours a day. That, the hair, you know, and, and, and there's so much footage. But I'd, I'd never want, it was, I didn't want to be like, hey, there's somebody playing Ted Kennedy, mm-hmm. you know. It's great that he's 
Down, I just there was plumpers in my mouth to give me a bit more of a square thing there, and the wig, and that was it. What do you think you learned about Ted Kennedy from doing this movie? I personally think that call a spade a spade. Let people, let actions, you know, own up to what you've done wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, let it be what it is, rather than pretend it's something else. And I think Ted avoided it. You know, he did. You can understand that he, you know, everyone wants to live. It's impossible to drown yourself. You're going to want to save yourself. And the longer time goes on, the more time the mind takes over the heart. And you've got that scene, you know, in the, where he's ringing his father. You know, Ted had, you know, half, 20 minutes maybe to go on that journey of how am I going to... Because, you know, once the police officer arrives, he's got to give a statement. So, you know, he's... I, I, you know, when I finished this reading it, I went back and I listened to the eulogy, you know, at, at Bobby's funeral. And, mm -hmm. and it's heartbreaking. And, you know, the soaring rhetoric that he quoted in terms of Bobby's speech and, you know, to the South African graduates, you know, history will, you know, will judge us all. And as the years pass, we will surely judge ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, I think what Ted did was, was very, very wrong. I think, you know, the Democratic Party and, and the people have, have paid a price for that as well in terms of, you know, you can't build a governing philosophy on lies, which is what the reviewer at the Variety said. I thought it was very well said. Uh, it enabled me to go in and see what he'd passed as a legislator. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, works arguably way more than his brothers did, you know, in terms of things that still affect people in need in modern-day society. Legislation that stands, that can't be dismantled, you know, by a new president. You know, that were legislation that, that he worked hard to cross the floor. You know, he's... We hope. <laughs> we hope it can't be dismantled. <laughs> well, right. it, is, it yeah. is being dismantled. You know, yes, yeah. Certain, yeah. You know, legislation has to be passed by both houses and, and then tested by the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and Ted did that hard work that, that a lot of people don't seem to be willing to do anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, crossing the floor and then being a senator that, that stays a senator and becomes a senator his whole life. It's a great responsibility and it's a great service to state and country. A really one of the best compliments I could pay you for this performance is that you never seem as an actor to be judging him. Yes, thank you. You never seem yeah. to be sitting yeah. there saying, That's look important. what... Well, it is. Because yeah, in in we're in such a judgmental society. One of the things that struck me on Zero Dark was when, when you know, with all the hot topic debate, Catherine said, depiction is not endorsement. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, that people have become scared to be artists. You know, we'll pay $120 million for and celebrate Picasso's great, incredibly, you know, genius piece of work that changed art and thing at the time which was controversial but now we seem to be wanting to tighten it you know and I think it's important not to judge an actor you can't judge as an actor it's not your job you throw yourself as an actor into all kinds of worlds the yeah it's you know it's a great it's a great well, you know, I think joy. it is it's like you you can learn yeah you, you know do. you can test yourself against yeah. all kinds of things yeah. you know I mean in two days I'm going to NASA and I'm doing Damien Chazelle's film First Man which is about oh. Armstrong and the Moon I played what? Was wow, perfect. This <laughs> is... <laughs> I'm doing like a modern history of the 20th century, the well, American history. Yeah. It's great, but yeah. 1969 is so major for you now in every <laughs> way. You know, was, this is yeah. going to be it. But the, the <laughs> other movie, the part of the Jason Clark Film Festival that this year's becoming, yeah. is Mudbound. Yes, yes. Which yeah. is, again, you're not an Australian. No, in, we're again, not, no. You're a farmer in yes. Mississippi yes. to do this. This is... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah, know yeah. what kind of culture shock you go yeah. to when you go from one part to another. That's I shot um, these back to back. I did Mudbound first and mm -hmm. then we did Chappaquiddick. And, you know, I couldn't be prouder of both films. And Mudbound was another job where it was just a pleasure to do the work on this, to go back and go, you know what, I started listening to Shelby Foote and his, and his audio recordings. And then I read his book, his, his, 
his 35 or 40 year tome on the Civil War. And it was just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I mean, my character in that was a product of the Civil War. And, you know, you go from, a, you know, Civil War emancipation to just this giant mess that became sharecropping mm-hmm. and, and paid slavery. Well, literally. set this up a little about who you play, this yes. McCallan guy. Play, um, Henry McCallan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, too, it's a book you know, set end of World War II to World War... No, end of World War I to World War II mm-hmm. and then during World War II and then just after it. Um, and about two families, the Jacksons and the McCallans. Uh, Kerry Mulligan and I and Garrett Hedlund play the McCallans. Mm-hmm. I'm Henry, Jamie's, you know, Garrett's my brother, uh, Kerry's my wife, and, um, and the McCallans were the black family that worked for us. These two families though, who are working the same piece of land, so eking out nothing, not much at all, living in similar, mm-hmm. you know, terrible conditions, who have so much in common, but yet, it, you know, I mean, it goes down a road. Yeah. Your character has got this racism that's been built yeah. into his DNA. Yeah, I mean, Henry's, Henry's a nice, decent, decent kind God. man who was racist. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. one of the things I loved about it. I don't, I, you know, D in the story does not let up. There's no, hey, here's the, in this terrible story about this. And it's not just about racism, but we've got the one good white person, you know. You see that so many times. I mean, just stick to the story. Follow it through. And it'll bring you out in the end. And this film does in a, in a wonderfully rich way. Here are these two things that you've yeah. done in this one year. Yeah. I haven't yeah. even mentioned the, you know, all I see is you. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And Which is a beautiful this, film as well. Just working so much yeah. on yeah. such really wondrous material yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would challenge yeah. you and the audience. Yes, yeah. I mean, what drove you growing up in Australia to do this in the first place? <laughs> what did your parents <laughs> say? What did they say? One of my, I have two memories. That show. My first thing was my mother bringing home like a stereo player and this album, Thriller. And it was like our treat for a whole family. We put that, that on. Little yeah, I was like, and mum was a big, you know, Kenny Rogers fan. So this was a big break for her. And then <laughs> Go the to second Michael one Jackson was from being Kenny. sick and watching Sweet Bird of Youth with, uh, with, um, Oh, you know, Paul Newman. Paul Newman, Geraldine Payne. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, for a, for a little country boy from a long way, watching this story about this man, his hopes and his dreams coming back to his town. It was just, I don't know why, but I was like 12, and I vividly remember that. And I always wanted to do that play, and I never did. Um, you know, it's just, things reach out. I think, ultimately, you hope stuff travels. You really do. And that, you know, people like you, people like, you know, the film festivals, people like the great reviewers out there, you know, it... It catches on, you know. I, I do think I believe the cup's half full. Ultimately, mm-hmm. as much as things get you down, and you know, and you know, I don't know. I've heard the numbers coming in yet from the things and all, but but you know, you filter certain things, and you just. Well, do what does that do, do to you do. when a movie is tested? <laughs> what does and it do before to you? it opens? And people are saying, "Uh oh, you know, no one really wants to see. This. Nobody is, really it's like a psychological, wants to go. It's like my dark night of the soul. Of course, it hurts. You go, oh god. It's just like I just want to enjoy and talk. I'm supposed to go and talk to somebody at this film and enjoy. I better perk back at this. Oh my god, I'm a slave to the system. You know, why do I just ignore it? You know, it's it's that whole kind of thing. You know, you care and you care and then you try not to care and. But, you know, in a sense, that part's not your job. Your job no. was to put that on the screen the best yes. that you could. The rest of us deal with, the, with what yes. happens after that. Yeah. I just think yeah. it must be just useless <laughs> for an actor to deal with what it somebody's is. saying when that's done. Yeah. It's not yeah. like you're on stage anyway or this no. is happening there yeah. to do it. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, they're telling me that I have to stop talking I'm to you. This up. But the fact hey, is... I'm going to wind you up, dude. Yeah. I'm winding well, you, did. you up. I'm ready. Wind this up. I could go wind on. This up, Travis. Well, you know up, what? Man. You know how we wind, wind it up? up? You know how we wind it up? <laughs> what? In song. 
What? Always. Yeah, look at that. What? Suddenly, <laughs> this fearless actor says, what? You're an Aussie, man. You must have a song from there. Oh, we've all got a song in our heart, haven't we? <clears throat> we do. I'll sing but, it with you if I knew it. But, but all I know is waltzing Matilda. Well, you're getting to hear it. You're getting to hear it. Oh, um, you know, I went to drama school with, with uh, <laughs> Hugh Jackman, one of the great singers. <laughs> and when we were doing it, they used to ask me to mime next to him. <laughs> well, can you get Hugh in here? So I've just set you know? myself. Oh, set myself. Oh, what is oh. it? Come on, one day, Damien Chazelle is your new director. He'll probably oh, do another sequel to yeah. La La Land that yeah, you'll yeah. be in. Yeah, that will happen. You didn't, I'll be, I'll be not, like a Tom Waits number. Jason, uh, I'm not asking for a whole song, just no, a little bit of something. All right, all right, all right. Come all right. on. All right, I'm going to give you uh, oh, just a silly song, but why not? Um, did you ever see Enrique Iglesias' Hero? It's one of the great... <laughs> I've one I'm of the, taking your word for it, of, man. And this is for Edgar Ramirez. This is a shout-out to <laughs> Edgar Ramirez. Edgar Ramirez, yeah. Um, but this is... Uh, it's one of the great video clips of all time. Mm-hmm. Go and watch it. It's got a Mickey Rourke. Um, I'd rather that you created it. All right, Peter, all right. Yes, right. I can be your hero, baby. I can wash away your dreams. And I will stand by you forever. I can be... You made a one-act <laughs> play of that. Get this man a musical uh, right yeah, now. <laughs> After Mudbound and Chappaquiddick, you deserve, you deserve it. Jason, Thank you, Peter Travis. You are just a treat.